Oh, let me grab my backpack because I have my notes in it. Okay, go grab your backpack. Here I am waiting for Ryan to get his backpack. And we're at work and that's okay because we're not working. But that's okay because it's the end of the day. I hate cold opens. Lois and Clark is our jam. We're talking about Terry G and Superman. We'll cover it all. At least we'll do what we can. And now it's time for the show. What a show. Welcome back to Lois and Clark, the new podcast of Superman. I'm Matt Truex. And I'm Ryan Albertson. Oh my god, like we're actually, this is the first one we've recorded since we're back. Yeah, because we took, we recorded some, which right. you've listened to, because right. you listen to all of them. Yeah, just to give this whole thing again. And you, and, uh, you know that we had to take a break in be- between reading, wa- watching those first four, and I had to learn how to speak again. Right. So that's been a process, and it's, uh, if anyone's ever seen Miracle Worker, it was very much like that, where... Right. Yeah. And for everyone else, uh, if you've seen Rain Man, you <laughs> know what it was like before. <laughs> and again soon, probably. Probably. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, we're here to talk about a pretty cool episode. We're, it was fun. Rave review from Ryan Albertson, everybody. We're talking about... It's as good as it's gonna get, <laughs> you guys. I'm sorry. 205, Church of Metropolis. Now, this episode i like i remember all the intergang or i remember intergang being a thing mm-hmm. i remember obviously peter boyle you don't forget when he shows up in anything yeah. blah 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 i forgot how like different this episode is in that it's almost like a regular tv show i say this with love but you know what i mean it's funny to me that you think this is what a regular tv oh, show is no. like Okay. <laughs> but I but I, I definitely think it had a different vibe than the episodes I'm used to. It was nice to come back to something like this because it was actually a little more engaging right. um, than some of the other episodes we've watched and, <laughs> and funny and it had fun Superman stuff and, you know, an int- introduction of a new villain, yes. which I thought was and, interesting. And a new love interest, like a lot going on. Yeah, it had, it had a, lot going, a, a lot going on yeah. for it. Um, now, this is the first real rival love interest we've we've had yeah there's been little right? bit parts where like someone's flirting with him and stuff but i don't really okay. remember has he even gone on a date with anyone else before i don't think so the only person i can remember flirting with him was the sheriff in smallville oh yeah wound up shooting yeah. who he shooting dated when he was younger or whatever yeah yeah, it, yeah. It, was there even a line i don't even remember i think i remember that was the context that was kind of the implication was yeah like, yeah that they had at least had something right Maybe they were just friends, but there was, you know, she definitely was like... She had longing. a little... Yeah, she had a little claws out with Lois, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I okay. mean, who, who doesn't? Right. I can't I can't think of anybody else. I mean, we had Kat last year who was just constantly trying to... Yeah, yeah, but, but not like a direct... Really, yeah, no, yeah, no direct um, roman- romantic frustration. Although I remember her getting jealous all the time. Lois? Yeah. Yeah, you But I right. think that was just from random flirting with random characters. And I think that was more stuff of like... He's getting the story, or he's ma 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 ma. You know, it was like that type of yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's her. stuff from more of the more recent episodes that we did from season two before. Maybe maybe that too. I, I do have some vibe of that, but I don't know. Okay, and then obviously on the lowest side of things, there was Lex last year as well. True. You know, so we we know what a rival for her affections looks like. We will get another one for her 
Of course we will. Obviously, we'll get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to put numbers on stuff. There's going to be... There's going to be... There's going to be rivals. more drama. <laughs> more drama. I'm glad there's drama in this show, because I don't have enough in my <laughs> life. This is good drama. This is easy drama. This is... You know how it's going to go drama, and you're fine with it. <laughs> like, that. that's a comforting thing to me. Uh-huh. This well, I think show. you may know how it was going to go, as you've seen it before. Well, sure. I had no idea where it was going. But, I mean, like, guess what? I was actually <laughs> consistently surprised in this episode. There's a lot... Okay, let's, let's do the recap <laughs> okay. thing, and then we'll get into shit. Um, so this is, as we said, 205 Church of Metropolis, original air date October 23rd, 1994, written and directed, or excuse me, written by producer John McNamara. So right away when I saw that, I'm like, oh, that makes some sense. This might have, this almost feels like, here's the script we should have always been doing. Mm -hmm. You know, like, here's the show. Here's us setting up villains and love interests and all this right away. Yeah, you know? there is there is a lot of uh, serial content. Yes. It. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, which you'd want a bigger player to inject into the show rather yeah, than good some point. Joe Schmo writer. Right. You would want a producer who has an overview of the entire. Yeah, it's series. like a Vince Gilligan episode of Breaking Bad. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, directed by Robert Singer. Okay. So. Okay. Recap. Recap. In the episode, we open with oh my god, our favorite character, Uncle Mike, is back. Oh my god, what a guy. We've never met him before. I was, about, you I was so I was, concerned. I was very much like, I don't remember <laughs> an Uncle Mike at all. Yeah, you're good. So we're, we're opening up at Lois's Uncle Mike's restaurant. Restaurant, which, oh, I would I could really do a sandwich right now. Right, like an Italian restaurant. It was called like Cafe Americana, which, wasn't it Rick's Americana Cafe in, in, a, like a, in kind of a famous movie? Casablanca? Um, no? No memory? Cass, uh, I thought you were going to refer to an, another episode, and I was just going to believe oh. you and nod my head along and be like, yeah, I remember that. No, in, in Casablanca, isn't it Rick's Americana Cafe or something? That like sounds right. Rick's I know it's Rick's, Rick's something or other. Something. Okay. Um, I, haven't, I haven't seen that since film school. Anyway, probably not a reference, but since they shot it on the same studio, I figured it was probably of note. Probably linked. Whatever. Anyway, Clark has to go to the bathroom, and when he does, which also... Made me think, I tripped out on this for a second, because I'm like, I don't know if Superman pees or shits. I assume he does. He must. Does We've he never does? discussed it. Well, I mean, he eats a lot. He eats a lot. He doesn't need to, but he eats a lot. Right, because he processes energy through the sun. Like a plant. Like, like photosynthesis. Yes. So yeah, he must shit, and it must be completely undigested right. and edible. Or it is digested, and it's just he doesn't need to. Because on Krypton, they had to eat. I just would oh rather imagine that... We're in the recap. <laughs> I just uh, could imagine Superman eating, like, a sick bowl of soft serve, and then Cute. soft serving it out of his butt right into my mouth. And that's what I thats what I want to believe. And that's why you listen to Lois and Clark. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I do this show as, as if, like, uh, 20-somethings and 30-something right. men listen, although we know that's not that true. That is not the case, no. <laughs> sorry, sorry, everyone. I'm uh, a horrible <laughs> human. Anyway, Superman, or Super... I almost gave up the game there. That, Clark. Th thank you for my soft serve. Yeah, really. Mm. <laughs> Clark goes to the bathroom, um, spots... Um. Let me get through the fucking recap. Clark goes to the bathroom, spots the worst bomb placer ever guy. It's in the alley, holding his bomb up, really, obviously. Uh, guess what? Superman stops it. Uh, they grab the guy. Guess what? He's a gang member. He's a gang member, and he's telling Lois, oh, you a dead girl. Yeah. 
I was immediately concerned about the uh, racial implications of the scene, but then uh, later on was relieved when I met the rest of the uh, gang. <laughs> the other white people we hired? Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, at the police station, obviously Lois and Clark and um, our favorite character of all time, uh, Uncle Mike, uh, goes to give a statement, and we meet Mason Drake. Mason Drake. ADA, a blondie. A blondie ADA from, in Metropolis. Who's got all the time in the world for Clark Kent? His dreamy oh. looks and his beautiful glasses. She lo- she loves him. Yeah, she immediately loves him. So he must like she must like Superman then, right? Yeah, of course they look the same. Right. Duh. Which, <laughs> we'll get to. It. Uh, it turns out she hates Superman. Oh my yeah. God! What right does he have to go around arresting people? He's, yeah. He, is this He's his jurisdiction? Does yeah? If yeah. he gets if he hurts someone, is he insured? That's what she says. Also, not the first time we're going to talk about insurance this year for superheroes. I think what it is. Get ready. As a creative type, that's definitely the first place my mind goes when I think of superheroes. Right, romantic comedy with Superman. Mm -hmm. First thing out of the gate. Let's not forget, meanwhile in the background, we got a beautiful dose of police brutality to baby rage. Yes. How about that? Our gang... Banger. Our intergang member. Our intergang banger. <laughs> um, what are we doing here? Oh, we also established there's a lot of flies in Metropolis here at the yeah, police station. Yeah, dude. Lois gets Not going to come back. Lois, get, Lois gets bit by a fly through her pretty thick-looking suit jacket. Yeah. I was, that happened. <laughs> my girlfriend specifically pointed out in that moment, like... Through the jacket? Right. She got and bit? Like, why not on the neck? She's got an exposed hand or something. Yeah. Just something exposed. Yeah, and in whatever. that moment, I turned to her and I was like, welcome to Lois and Clark. <laughs> Little did I know it would actually pay off. Later. It will pay off. Um, uh, meanwhile, out on the street somewhere, to the other side of the lot, Perry <laughs> is introducing uh, Bill Church, millionaire philanthropist, owner of Costmart. Bill Church, they're opening up a Costmart franchise in Metropolis, and it's really, it's about damn time. They, I mean, they need it. They're a big city. Yeah. Uh, they're booming. They have a lot of mom and pop shops that are just taking up too much real estate, much and space. we need to shut them down. Don't like it at all. And we want to we wanna, we wanna eviscerate the lower middle class. We want to crush it down into a small box. I didn't even consider that I would have triggered you onto something on this. <laughs> and now I'm just regretting a lot of life choices, but it's fine. I keep going. And so that's the plan. <laughs> so, well, not the public plan. Mr. Church seems to be pretty loved by the crowd that's that's Yeah, they're into him. And he's, I mean, he's a, he's a sweet-looking man. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no one would think Peter Boyle is a bastard. No. No. No, 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 no. Turns out Peter Boyle's a bastard. <laughs> I mean, honestly, he's pretty curmudgeonly looking. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. But, uh... The other roles I know him as are from Everyone Loves Ra- Everybody Loves Raymond, which he's not a very loving person. No. And Young Frankenstein, which he is kind of a loving person, he's but he's ador- also a monster. Yeah, so. he's adorable in Young Frankenstein. That's adorable is the perfect yeah. word for his performance. That's the most adorable Frankenstein, if you ask me. Uh, yeah, Frankenstein's monster, rather. Well, Frankenweenie's pretty adorable, but I'm not familiar with that. I haven't seen it yet. Fair enough. Um, so, so we, yeah, we learned, Mr. Church is, Church what, is donating bastard. a bunch of money. Like, what is he doing again? He's he's opening up a Costmart. He's, he's just like the best philanthropist you could possibly imagine mm-hmm. until he starts touching remotes. Anytime he's got a remote in his hand in this episode, something weird shit's going down. Yeah. 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 So, like, he's full on, like, secret entrance, underground, yeah. big panel of, like, 
who can we fuck up today, people around the world? Yeah. You know, like which was he's a bad guy. Bonkers. Yeah. Um, um, then we also meet. Also, his, he has high blood pressure, which does you know, have high blood pressure. You got to be careful and delegate, like he said. Right. But wait, you're glossing over the start of the B story we got in the last scene. In the intro scene. In the uh, the church introduction scene, yeah, oh, we okay. see Ji- we see uh, Jimmy being right, walked oh, along uh, with uh, with Perry. I mean, we saw Perry walking along by himself. <laughs> he's just gonna call you on it. Talking to like so he's Jimmy now, huh? I think per- Perry's sick in this episode. He's like walking <laughs> along, talking to himself, as if just accept him because this can't go on much longer. Except what, Matt? He's like, with I don't, us for three more years. I don't understand. Justin Whalen seems like a nice guy. Who's He's got some nice performances. Justin Roiland from Rick and Morty? No, but again, we'll get to it later. Don't worry mm. about it. Don't I don't know. He's it. walking, and then like some weird jungle drums come in, and I just don't get it. Let's talk about the jungle drums later, too. Anyway, there's a side, there's a B story I'm not talking about here. Okay. Um, meanwhile, back at the Daily Planet, we're investigating stuff, and Clark starts to hear like a hypersonic super call. Yeah, that yeah. surprised me. <laughs> yeah, uh, he flies to the uh, to, to the, the park source? to the source of the thing, and we meet Martin Snell. Actually, we met him in the last scene, but you interrupted me. Yeah, we meet Martin Snell, played by Bruce Weitz, who is Mr. Church's like confidant, lawyer, lawyer, yeah, lawyer yeah. fuck up guy, general. This is number two. Yeah, it's his number two. Yeah. Absolutely, and this guy. I loved his performance throughout this entire episode. How am I not surprised? (laughs) (laughs) I like a villain. I like a villain who likes to be a villain. Yeah, I mean, uh, he's over the top and has a brilliant uh, sinister laugh. And uh, that's right up your alley. Can count like the best of them. He spends a lot of time counting them. He's very good at counting. So let's let's talk about what happens. He he calls Superman. Uh, He basically tells Superman... uh, Look, back off the east side. Oh my god, is it the east side? Is it the west side? South side. South side, thanks. Back off the south side of Metropolis, because, like, that's intergangs territory. Bro. Hear the word intergang. We'll get back to it. Yeah. Intergang. Intergang. Gang. Um, He also threatens people that Superman's close to, like his friends at the Daily Planet. And he fires off rockets at him. Yeah. We're like, we, well, I thought they were rockets me in too. the POV shot, and then Superman caught them. And they um, were like rocket bullets? Yeah, rocket bullets. We call them rocket bullets. bullets. Right. So he shoots this whole thing. We find out Superman, you know, flies to stop them. We find out that it was just a paintball. It was kind yeah. of a dud. And that was but Mr. Like, Snell's whole point. Can we talk about that scene for a second? I know we're doing let's the breakdown. Get through the, uh, let's get through the breakdown. Okay. There's a lot to talk about that okay. scene. We'll get through it. Uh, his point was basically... Look, we can we can take your people out. You might not be fast enough next time. Okay. Do whatever the fuck you want everywhere else in the world in Metropolis. Stay out of the south. But side. don't solve crime in the right. south side. So yeah. that that known now, uh, Superman goes to Mason Drake at the courthouse because he's got information for her. Cannot be more fucked off. Couldn't couldn't have less time for Superman. Yeah, which was oh hilarious. my god, I love that too. Like I I like the whole thing of. Um, uh, we'll we'll get to it later. Excuse me. Uh, meanwhile, at the Daily Planet, Perry invites everybody to a gala, like Mr. Church's opening gala thing, mm-hmm. kickoff, whatever. Um, meanwhile, at Clark's apartment, Clark is is shirtless as he's wont to be, and usually as every I'm other want episode. him to be. I sure. mean, I mean, honestly, our listeners are want him to be. I mean, <laughs> I, I also like I've lost a lot of weight. 
recently, like mm-hmm. watching him, I was just like, oh yeah, like like good weight's fine. De- you know, like, de- definition is a thing. That'd be, that'd be nice. You know, that's funny, Matt, because I've gained a lot of weight lately, and I was thinking. Mm, bad weight's not fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like there's a happy medium both of us are missing. I know. That, one, maybe one day we'll, we'll land on it. We'll mm. see. Mm. <laughs> anyway, uh, Mason comes by to talk to Clark and help him get ready for being a witness. Yeah. Witness prep. But really, she's she's much more distracted by his pecs. By the thing we were distracted by, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, fair enough. So, she's very clumsy. That was a funny scene. Yes. To see her, like... Duh. Duh, uh, uh. It was very much uh, the scene from the pilot where he opens the door for Lois and he's shirtless. And it's just like, oh, I thought you'd be naked. Ready. You know, yeah. like, like that line yeah. was yeah. about to come out of everyone's yeah. mouth. But they know? didn't do it because they're better writers right. this season, Matt. They're yes, they better are. writers this season. the producer's writing this season. <laughs> Dang it. Uh, meanwhile, what, what happens here? Where are we? Oh, we also cut to during this whole Clark's apartment thing. Clark's apartment goes on. For a, for a couple, we cut back and forth between that yeah. a little bit, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, we cut down to Mr. Church and Snell down in his lair there. And this is where, again, he's got a remote in his hair, is in his hand. We've got evil holograms going on yeah. all over the place. Which show that um, Lois's uncle's restaurant is kind of like the last he's holdout. The one fucking holdout. That they need to turn in the south side to have complete control. Right. So, that's shitty. And, it, that's, also, and that's when Church tells him to do him. Yeah. Oh, that's the do him scene. I have that written here as the do him scene. Do him. Yeah. Do him. That was honestly like, I didn't think I'd ever be so like genuinely kind of creeped out by like the way a person says to kill a person in this show. Fair (laughs) enough. It really like not, the, it's a creepy it, it just thing, really got also, me. He's saying do him too much. It's just, it's a weird. We'll get back to it. The casualness. Oh, crazy. We'll totally get back to it. Uh, meanwhile, back at Clark's apartment, Lois sees Mason leave, hides, shows up, tells Clark like, "Hey, Mason sucks. Don't deal with her." Yeah. She used to work for Church and Snell. Mm-hmm. So that's shit. Also, I mean, she saw them kiss. Right. That happened too. Good point. Uh, meanwhile. I have to stop saying meanwhile. I mean, it's not actually meanwhile. Um, and then... And then... But we don't want to do that a lot. Either. And then Superman shows up to Lois and tells her that she's in trouble. Like, there's a hit mm-hmm. out on you. Mm-hmm. Please be careful. This is not the first time I feel like Superman has had to tell her this. No. Uh, so she believes him. Yeah, and she, she tells him the... Or he kind of talks about the whole thing of, like, I can't go to the south side. It mm-hmm. really sucks. I, I don't know what to do. And she's like, yeah. it's a shame you can't have a disguise. Yeah. Guess what? He, Superman, disguised as a policeman. Police sudden, cop. Yeah, starts kicking ass in the south side at, for helping out Mr. Mike, Uncle Mike. As a police cop. Yeah, and us, as he's doing it, like, every punch is, you have the right to remain silent. Everything yeah. you say, you can't abuse me. Can't Which is basically a direct reaction to uh, Mason's critique of him yes. from the beginning of the episode. Not Mirandizing anybody. Yeah, so he's listening. Which we not that about. we not that I expect to see him Mirandize anyone else ever again. <laughs> no, ever again. But <laughs> whatever, it's fine. Uh, at the Daily Planet the next day, Clark and Lois get into a big argument, basically about Mason and not and her probably being an agent of inner gang. Right. And, and he's like, but like she makes me tingle when she kisses me. Pretty, they haven't even kissed. They definitely kissed already. She kissed him by. Oh, she kissed him by. You're yeah. right. Fuck me. All right. Cool. Um, this little fight... I'm, I'm gonna beat you at the end of the season. You might. You might. I'm gonna beat you in the 
trivia game. Um, this little fight between Lois and Clark sends Clark to Smallville and Lois to Perry's office. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Kent's one scene in this episode I love, and we'll discuss it. That was a, a good Kent scene. Really, really good stuff. Um, uh, back at the courthouse, like, we're in court today. We're, it's um, the intergang member who tried to blow up. Is being tried. His name was what? I, oh, Baby Rage. Baby How Rage. Did I forget Baby Rage. Which is like pretty good name. So Baby Rage, the bomber who tried to blow up Uncle you Mike's the shop gang, in the beginning, the gang, the gang member, member who tried to blow up Uncle Mike's shop in the beginning, is now on trial. Um, Clark is on the stand, uh, testifying for Mason. Though Mason, it's like one of those like cold like we're not friends anymore. So thank you, Mr. Kent. That'd Thanks all, a lot. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the. Seats of the courthouse, Lois and Clark kind of, like, reunite or, you know, apologize to each other. And then the case is kind of on shaky ground because it looks like literally... Um, that, he was wasn't it? arrested properly. He wasn't, he, wasn't, he wasn't Mirandized properly. Yeah. And the address on the search warrant was wrong. Yeah. So Which, real stupid shit. Yeah, and immediately... Um, Clark looks at Lois, and I feel like they're like, wait, like, she's in on this. Because she was in charge of that right. stuff. That was her department. Yes, that, and it looks it yeah. looks creepy. Mm. Excuse me. It looks shady that she wouldn't be doing this, or that she would be doing this badly. Mm-hmm. Also, is the, is the talk about Mirandizing here, is that a reference to Superman? Because they don't specifically say that it's because Superman got you. They don't, but that might be part of it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so maybe they, they just yeah. don't quite yeah. get into it, which also might be safe for them not to get into it, because then every time he then gets someone, are we to assume forever. that that case gets thrown out? Yeah. 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 Um, Ooh, I, I smell um, courtroom v Superman uh, coming. That's the that's the also Superman not the movie last I want. Also not the last time he'll be in a courtroom this season. I've seen a. There's a lot of courtroom scenes in this show. There are a lot of courtroom I'm scenes, okay with you're right. It. Uh, but seeing that her case is about to get thrown out, mm-hmm. Mason sides up with Lois and Clark. She and they're does. gonna take she down does. Snell because she she kind of she figures out that, that, that maybe she can't really trust him. Yeah, yeah. maybe he's yeah. shitty. Um, so they set him up, they set up Snell. Uh, she goes to him basically looking for a bribe for information for this <clears throat> excuse me. Um, for this police officer. That apparently is going bad, or right. going against Intergang. Yeah. During which she she gets him to admit that he's paid off and bribed a bunch of cops. Exactly. Yeah. And does it on tape. Yeah. Which apparently, one consent recording in Metropolis is totally fine. Good enough. Yeah. So it works, and the case is won. Everybody goes to a gala and dances and cuts in and drinks too much Coke, and then Lois goes home and dances with Superman, and that's... An episode. That was the episode. All right. Wh- where do we want to... What do you want... What? Um, First note. Biggest note. Biggest note. Terry's hair in that last scene... <laughs> yep. While they're dancing... Yep, let's do it. ...was gorgeous. Oh, and it's time really? for... <laughs> Look at the sound you made on the thing. That was, of course, the horn that signals the return of Harry Thatcher. Harry Thatcher. Um, I hated her hair in the scene. <laughs> Why? Because it looked like mine? 
used to look. When it's all, I mean, it's all crimpy and, and curly, but also like mm. wet and heavy. Mm. I hate it. Yeah, and kind of triangle esque. Like, kind of triangle esque. Like, why isn't your hair just falling down straight like a normal person? She's erected the tent. And I was head. like, Terry, I get it. <laughs> look, I've got weird hair problems too. I understand too, but that's not my lowest. Yeah, I liked it. Curls are awesome. Did you really? Okay. Um, well, me I mean, it was a mix-up, and the whole time I was like, how, how the hell am I going to do Harry Thatcher? She's just wearing the standard straight bob all episode. There's that. Yeah. So when it happened, I was like, yeah, content! Something to talk about! Yeah. And it also reminded me that I cut my hair and I miss it. You look good with the short hair, though. I, Guys, he looks I do. good with the short hair. I look fine. Yeah. Um, but I was also thinner when I had my long hair. So okay, I, so, so what I'm missing here. So then? I look better. Yeah, yeah, I see. Well, you've got to... I think the hair made me sweat more, which, like, now I'm holding on my water. Oh, weight. that's interesting. Because I don't sweat the same amount or anything. <laughs> right, yeah, you're not literally wet right now. That's. I mean, I, I generally run moist, <laughs> but... Remind me not to call you wet again. Um... I, it's, I shake my hand. Tell me how it feels. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I cannot. Um, con- I asked my sister. I cannot control it. Um, so we're on the other side. We're on two sides of the Harry Thatcher right now. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just, we're just going to have to agree to disagree on this. Yeah. What would you call that style? Curled? Crimped? Crimped? I don't know. I'm trying to think of the words my cousins taught me as a kid. Yeah. But... Yeah. Honestly, honestly, given the occasion, it did look a little messy. Yeah, wet dog. It looked like, it looked rushed. Yeah, um, and there's, I don't know, I feel like she's too skinny for curly hair. Yes, frankly. Yes. Yeah, too very skinny true. for curly hair. The very straight like bottom curl in bob mm-hmm. like just works really good for her because the it standard makes, lowest. It bob makes it makes her face wider. Yes, and it makes her look more normal. But not in a bad way. No, no, not in, in like a not in a Carrie Fisher way. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? Oh, I just mean those bobs, those buns on the side of her head are too fucking big. Oh, oh, oh! I I Whereas, thought you were talking about a photo of her with a bob or something. No, no, yeah. I'm saying literally like the Leia. You better be careful because to me she's royalty, Matt. She is. She will always be. And Carrie Fisher is world, not even fucking Leia. Like Carrie Fisher is amazing. Was mm. uh, was amazing. But the point Sad is, news. she's got a bunch of baby fat in her cheeks in that movie, and then they give her that hairdo, yeah, which just adds another face to her. Basically, it mm. adds another mm. size of a face. I never saw it that way, Matt. But uh, <laughs> I don't see size, right? Okay, except in myself. Except in yourself. Uh, and in and in a good shirtless dean, you'll notice. Oh, I'll notice that size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll notice another size if you know what I mean too. So, well, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. No, I don't. But like you know, there's some 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 Just level of felt like a penis joke. So some I kind of entendre like happening there. Maybe yeah. a double, maybe a triple, maybe a quadruple entendre. I don't know. I'm known for him. Can we talk about Uncle Mike? Who the fuck is Uncle Mike? Uncle Mike is Dick Smith. Or Dick, it's not Dick Smith. Dick Miller from... I recognize the actor. Gremlins. Oh, he's the dad in Gremlins. He's the dad in Gremlins. Yeah. I've he, met him. Really? Yeah. You met... At the Rick Baker thing. He was there? At the... At, yeah. Just fill audience in. I got to work on a photo shoot for Empire Magazine for... Um, a Gremlins piece they were doing. And Dick Miller was there. Yeah. And yeah. he was a very nice guy. And it yeah. didn't even occur to me at the time that he was... In Lois and Clark, or of course I would yeah. have talked to him. Oh, we didn't yeah. even have this podcast yet. Sure, but I still. But would you have were still like, a fan. Hey, yeah, Uncle yeah. Mike, man. Uh, he's he's the one that gets stuck in the um, 
phone booth when the bat gremlin is like terrorizing yes. him <laughs> yes and he's in the first one too though right which by the way where the bat gremlin is terrorizing him walk two feet you're at the daily planet of course you are yeah yeah anyway so uncle mike is here it all ties together people Wait, oh, suddenly lois has family in metropolis but lois's whole thing is like i don't really like my family you know it's just a weird thing yeah i don't know it, it needed to be there i guess for the emotional connection or to yeah. make us care a little bit more about Uncle Mike's Cafe. There. I mean, that's the writer's thought. Right. <laughs> I can see it worked very well. Um, can I say something about Dick Miller that I don't mean to come off bad? Yeah. I don't buy him as a baker. Um, or like this great chef that then caters the gala I later. didn't. I didn't buy him as a chef. The whole time I was like, oh, he he like makes uh, Italian heroes on the yeah, totally. downtown New York, and they're probably a, bomb. He could make a calzone like nobody's fucking business. I but. had no idea he made any kind of food but that until the gala, and he, he catered it, and I was like, I don't see any pies. Oh, that was Lois's whole thing. In the first scene, she's just like, she he offers like, a piece of cake or whatever. Oh, you expect like, oh, me? You expect me to listen to the show, right. Matt? You expect me to pay attention to you the don't show? Know the line she says next. Um, but oh, she. That's when. That's when she says, "Do him." That's when she says, "Do him." Yep. If I literally move into my gym for a month or something. Oh, like I that. remember that now. But yeah. he's established as like he bakes everything at that restaurant. Yeah. I'm like, does he? Does he? Though? I don't know that he does. But whatever. Bakers need to be like more doughy and like red faced. Right. You know? Yeah. Not like alcohol. Yeah. Like, um, warm. James, what's his fuck in Into the Woods? James like, that's Jones in Star Wars. Right. Yeah. That's a baker. That's a baker. Vader could make a beignet like nobody's business. Daddy could. Yeah. Um, I really like Dean's work in this scene, in this opening scene. Specifically when Superman flies off and then Clark shows up behind Lois and Uncle Mike. Right. To yell at Baby Rage. Right. So Clark shows up, and he doesn't have his glasses on yet, and he realizes it right away. And like nobody's turned around to look at him yet. Yeah. But like only if you're looking at it do you see Dean him, do like him the, playing that. Oh, and he puts his hand to his head of like, oh no, you know, and really puts the glasses on real quick. And it's just like little shit like that. I fucking love, and that's that's a good director and maybe a good writer producer who knows the show and is like, let's just add a little business here, just mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. something to keep it going. I like it. This show's always been good at having a lot of business. That's true. <laughs> I like when it's done well. I like that when was, it's true that to the was character good. when it, it feels like... That yeah, wasn't just like, what, what if they br- they're brushing their teeth? Right. Have we seen them... Do we know if they brush their teeth in this episode Should yet? we establish that they brush their teeth? Because like, I feel we, like that's important. Look, well, I just... Uh, I, I really don't want anyone to think that Superman has bad breath. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, show. You know... Um, yeah, and so we end up at this police station where we get to meet Mason. Mason. What's her Mason last name? Drake. Mason Drake. I did, first of all, I like that name a lot. Mason's a good name for a girl. Yeah. yeah. I had cool. a friend uh, named Mason in college who was oh, a boy. Really? Yeah. Oh, see, I've never known a Mason or a Drake, so I was just like, that's... Mason Drake. You're the, you're yeah. the coolest person this ever is, as a This kid. is, in canon, Nathan Drake's mother... Nathan Drake. Yeah, from the Uncharted series. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, in canon. Which which Matt knows all about. Because he's a gamer. Yeah. He he games. Certainly. Um, Check out our other podcast. Games. Uh, gamers and Clark. I'm... You You do better. I, I, like. <laughs> he, he's Matt Truix, and I'm Ryan Albertson. <laughs> Fuck off. 
Oy. Um, so anyway, anyway, Mason, so Mason's, uh, Mason is the anti-Lois, the anti-Lois blonde, um, so nice, beautiful, dark eyes though. That woman, you th- yeah, Farrah, yeah. whatever for, for, for her name, really Farrah Falk, I think. Yeah. Very attractive woman. Um, very flirty. Farrah Falk, um, excuse me. Yeah. Very yeah. flirty. And also no time for yeah, Superman. So busy. Yeah. In, in that sense, directly opposite of Lois, mm-hmm. who couldn't give a shit about Clark yep. at first. Um, now the now now he's her best friend, but right. Um, yeah, that was an interesting little twist. Mm-hmm. I, I like Lois's line here too, where like um, Mason's or Clark was like, "I'll I'll get you in touch with Superman too," and he'll She's give like, a statement. What She's Superman? Like, oh what? fuck! I guess I have to talk to Superman. And Lois Fine. is like, "Most people call that an honor, or would consider that an honor." And I just that was a weird moment too because I, I forgot. And it happens a lot in this episode. I forgot how weirdly distant and schoolgirl crushy Lois and Superman are. Yeah. Because they're they're not close yet, really. No, no. They know of each other, and she likes him, and they, you know, he looks at her a certain way still. Because he is Clark. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, there's that, Um, too. He's kind of a super player in this episode. Whatever you say, Matt. No, well, (laughs) in that he's allowing... He's allowing... Clark... Spends time with Mason and was going to go on a date with her if mm-hmm. that hadn't gone out. And then they kind of smooth things over at the end of the episode. Yeah. So she's still romantically on the table. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, he... after he slow dances with, after Clark slow dances with Mason, Superman shows up and has a wonderful little moment with Lois at the end of the episode where my note was True. simply, how are they not fucking? Well, I mean, they were flying. Right. But how are they, how, how have they not, like, it's the most romantic thing in the world. Especially oh, if you're in flying, love with, with Superman, for him to just show up at your apartment. And yeah, but super, Superman's around. not that type of guy. He wants to be in love. He wants to you, be. Well, he wants to yes, be in love, right, and he doesn't want Superman to be in love. He wants Clark to. He wants someone to be in love with Clark. I guess so of course they wouldn't like, be fucking. Uh, yeah, and not and not Lois. It's also it's maybe the if it was someone else. Show. Maybe if it was someone else. And but this is setting that up, you know. Right. This is starting to develop that right. at least, because that's the most romantic moment we've seen between the two of them. I just I forget how virginal Clark is. Oh yeah, he doesn't get it at all. No. Well, we'll get there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh boy. I have to stop doing that too. I don't want the whole podcast to be you just sitting there and being you're like, "You're you're about it." There's a very weird fact about. Clark's Dean Cain and dogs sexual Sorry. history <laughs> sexual history in the show that we'll have to address at some point that was I think much more ominous than you okay, intended yeah, it to okay. be Th- and I love like, and I love it and I'm intrigued and I, I can't spoil, wait should I just spoil something bizarre no I can't wait to find out it's season three though I can we can wait a year we waited <laughs> this long Okay. Give me something to look forward I to. I know, but I, I don't know. <laughs> We've never done a real, like, spoiler for yeah. you. And that would be an interesting... I got something spoiled, didn't I? I forgot what it was. You forgot what it was as you told me about it getting spoiled in that episode that we did. Are you serious? Yes. That's so funny. <laughs> anyway. Um, wait, wait. I, I know that um, Lex Luthor comes back. Right. You spoiled that for me. You know there's going to be time travel. Anus. Anus. Oh, mine. I'm, I'm one. You are one. Got you. Cool. Um, um, can we talk about Get'em? <laughs> we just gotta talk about Get'em. Oh, do them? Do them. Do them. All right, let's talk about can the I, can I Let's talk that. about church in general okay. and intergang and all that. Okay. But let's start it with, there's a scene in this episode where Peter Boyle says do them a lot. He says do them a lot. A lot. It's like, 
surprisingly creepy. Yeah. And not in like a sex way. It's no. like it's like ooh like he he mean he means it. It's like some solid acting, especially It is kind of. <laughs> Look how much it hurts you. Especially especially for this show. Mm-hmm. Does a good job. Do you want to? Do you need a moment? Like, do you need a break after that? It looked like it hurt you a lot. No, I'm good. But there's good acting in this show. I'm not saying everybody. I love that. Can. I love that. I've I've established a culture in our podcast that when you compliment Bro, the I show we're doing, it. we're doing. You have to immediately get defensive about it. That means I'm doing my job right. Because you hate the show. You don't <laughs> hate the show. Look, I'm already justifying things. Like, holy shit. <laughs> Complain to me about John Shea. Go ahead. I fucking John dare you. John Shea was phenomenal. Fucking dare phenomenal. You. But Complain I but I mean me about but Lane I mean Smith. what I'm saying is they're they're great actors in the show world. But like yes. Peter Boyle's performance and saying do him. Yes. Oh, I get what you mean. Yeah. Could, that could have been in like another genre of film and right. and, and been perfect. Could have been an episode of like Dragnet. Or yeah, something. that's what I really mean to say by like that's good acting. <laughs> that's that's an interesting point. Yeah. So there are it's almost it's almost too good for the show, right. even you know, because it, it took me out. It was cool and impressive, but I was like, oh, what the fuck? So this is a thing I always notice in shows, just personally, and, and usually because it's very obvious. Some people don't know what show they're in. Right. Yeah. Martin Snell, like him or not, he knows, knows where, what he show knows what he's in. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Peter Boyle, I don't think maybe does not. Yet. Yeah. Not yeah. yet. Because he's not playing yet. everything so. It's you very know, like, subdued and intense. Yeah, and he's got. He's got literally like a Goldfinger like, hey, this is a table. No, it's not. Fuck you. It's a master plan. Yeah, and like yeah. he's got villain stuff. Like he should be having mm-hmm. a little more fun with it. Yeah, he. I mean, there's not a lot of characterization of church, church yet. yet. Like I don't understand his personality yet. No, he's just uh, very he's duplicitous, yeah. obviously. But uh, I mean, that kind of works for a, a, an arch villain to start to be a little mysterious right. and, and not to know a lot about him. Same so, thing with Lex. Yeah, Lex is a ph- philanthropist millionaire who has all these mm-hmm. wonderful. Companies. I mean, we got Champagne Dog pretty early. I know, but I mean, in, in the public... Not that, not, not that he had anything to do with Champagne Dog. He Wait, did. did he? Yeah. He prompted It was that. Lex. Lex served the dog champagne. It's Lex's fault. Dude, you know what I want, Matt? What? I do want a t-shirt that's just a, a bowl and a dog and a bottle of champagne being poured into it and the dog drinking the champagne. When's your birthday? February. All right, well, I hope you still want it in you got February. Plenty, you got plenty of time, buddy. Great. Um, <laughs> all right, Something so, like that. Anyway. Let me do my comic due diligence here. Okay, lay it on me. We get the introduction of Intergang. Intergang is from the comics. No way. No. I, honest, honestly, it, it, it sounded new and, like, out, out of... Out of voice, out of DC voice to me. Really? So I just assumed it was a new thing they had made up. So it's is a, Church a character? From Church, the as far as I know, Church is not. Okay, um, or at least I was never familiar with him um, from Intergang. Intergang, in fairness, I know from the Superman animated series. Okay, where uh, there and in the comics, it's it's a gang in Metropolis, and I think like there might be versions where it's global or whatever. Like Intergang sucks for everybody. Yeah, Intergang's bad, uh, but they're. Not funded, but they're supplied weapons by the new gods, by Darkseid, who is the big bad guy up in space, who is the Thanos oh, wow. of uh, that world. Of DC, yeah. And yeah. he's going to wind up fighting the Justice League, if not in this movie, the next one. Spoiler alert for my it, next favorite movie ever. Not a spoiler. Guaranteed I'm going to love that movie. Yeah, oh, I'm sure you will. Um, 
But that's like intergang. I'm not that, making any friends on this podcast. No, you're not today at all. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned it though. <laughs> um, so intergang is from the comics. Obviously, they make it's an adaptation adaptation here, uh, where they're not going exactly with what it is, but it is it's the gang of Metropolis that gives. So Superman what you're a saying is, uh, Church is dark side. Sure, Church. That's Church is a bad guy. Badass. Church is. Is when do we of, when do we find out he's actually an alien? Church. <laughs> we'll find out bizarre things Wait, about Church and that, his family. That's who that's who Clark lost his virginity to in that's the time it. travel episode. Yep. Cracked it. Done it. Cracked it. Um you distracted me with the fun. I'm sorry. <laughs> also, like, Intergang's gonna, you know, not be in every episode. Intergang's gonna survive into season three. Like, they're kinda here for a while. But season four is dark side then. He's so distracted. He, he tore a page of notes out of his book for the listener. He's he's twiddling his thumb evilly. Oh my god, just talk about your Jimmy plot line. Like just tell whatever you need. Wait, Jimmy plot line? Oh god damn it. If you mean the B story that doesn't make any sense. But Fair seriously, enough. what is what is with this weird B story where like Perry's Bizarre. Perry's wandering around listening to like jungle drums in his head and like going on and on about like women and stuff to himself like Also not the, the first hell? time we've had jungle drums in this show because we're talking about sex. It's it's a weird choice. I don't know where it comes from. Right. It feels vaguely racist. I I don't like it at all. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 odd. It it's odd, and it it surprised me. And I I had to mug at my girlfriend as it was happening and shrug and be like, I, hey, Matt Matt's the one that wanted me to do it. Your I don't girlfriend know. Girlfriend likes Twilight. Yeah. I thought we discussed that that we weren't going to bring that, that up. We weren't going to bring up religion. I. Th- <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be that kind of episode. Oh Matt. yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Um, well, uh, I'll save this bomb for later. <laughs> Maybe another episode. <laughs> Um, so that's church. That's the Jimmy story. Yeah. Which, by the way, like Jimmy, like Perry trying to get Jimmy laid or like fucking up Jimmy getting laid. That's is the rest of the show. Really? Yep. I was kind of bummed out because I thought like maybe thematically that story would tie more into the rest of things. Oh no! There's but of course be not. Some of course not. Yeah. Hot piece. That's that that's. The, I forget that that's more of a modern B C story thing. That What's like, that? where like your your B and C and D stories depending on the show, like, almost always tie in thematically right. to the other episodes. But that's more of a, like, Mad Men-level show, Breaking Bad-level show type of thing. It's the one not, I was thinking of was Arrested. But Arrested, Arrested Development's you know? really good at that. But it's that's not that's not a, a sitcom. That's not a, a, a normal, right. like, show. show's prerogative. True. And also, this is the thing. I'm, I'm a big fan of The Good Wife. Mm-hmm. I think it's the best written show that was on television and their sequel this year, their spinoff was the best written show that was on, it was on like the CBS app or whatever, but it's incredible. Mm-hmm. And their whole thing is like, whatever case she's working that, at least she's a lawyer on the show, whatever case she's working has nothing to do with her fucking life. Uh-huh. Cause a case is just going to walk in. Yeah. It's not going to be thematic. Cause like, you know, her daughter's trying to get into the church. So a religious case comes in and it's like, no, we're trying, that trying to get be, yeah, church and then that a copyright be, case That wouldn't be authentic. Yeah, yeah. I, I always that'd liked, be two on the nose. I liked I like shows that do wrap that up, but I also do like ones that kind of respect the reality. Yeah, yeah, quote unquote reality. I know we're sure, talking about Lois sure. and Clark here. No, but, but that's like, fair. That's completely fair. Yeah, yeah. I might be being too harsh and too uh, pedagogical about it. <laughs> nice, 
fucking word. Nice wink there. Like just. I went to school. Rock on. I have a degree. <laughs> um, let's talk. Up. Nope. All right, all right. We don't have to. <laughs> Fine, Matt. Whatever you say. Um, I really let's enjoy... not. I really. You enjoy... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I almost right. did. I almost did it oh, again. God. I almost did. All right. I like Clark in this episode. I liked a lot of his stuff and like the Superman stuff of it. Oh, just the Dean of it all. I liked him uh, trying to threaten Snell and not really doing well with it. Mm-hmm. I liked how they used him. It, like, didn't even occur to me, but like how Superman had to go to Lois and say like, "Hey, bitch, you in trouble," because mm-hmm. Superman has that knowledge. Yeah. Clark had seen her between those scenes, but Clark couldn't tell Clark her anything. You know, like yeah. it's just yeah. those considerations mm-hmm. I like when they tell and they don't just do it with the hey, I was just coming in. I saw Superman in the elevator. And he, he mentioned told me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I in a similar note, I, I liked it as a Superman episode because we see Superman dealing with something that he hasn't really dealt with before, where literally he he couldn't do really anything about this right. um, without risking her life or and other people's lives, and that that was that was disorienting for him. Like, mm-hmm. and he he was processing that for a lot of the episode until um, things kind of miraculously worked out, and he busted open the Asian man's little room. That's right. Um, yes, where when he found the fly. Let's talk about. Oh, the fly. Can we talk about that insert shot for the next hour? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where is that prop? Where's the prop? And what was... Okay. So just for anyone that hasn't watched the episode recently, there's there's flies flying around this whole episode. Like everyone's always complaining or like splatting them away. And they're not really talking about it. But then Clark finally catches one and zooms in on it. And it's a little robot. It's a little like drone It's like a fly yeah, thing. Yeah. It's a... It's a... Oh, what's the word? It's a bug. It's a bug. It's sure. like a bug. Like not a well you know what I mean by a bug. Like one that I'm the, thinking of the matrix. One that the KGB would put in, in under my under my lamp because okay. they because they they found out that I'm a, a socialist okay. or something. Mr. Bond, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I mean a spy. Or see, a I went to I'm the Matrix when I'm not a socialist. I went to the Matrix when they put the little thing in his belly. Ugh. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? And yeah. then, like, he gets in the car with Trinity, and they're like, you've been bugged. I'm like, hey, this movie made a joke. You know, like, look at this. That's the great. bug is a bug. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, we, anyway, they zoom in on it in his fingers, and you see the little robot bug thing going. It looks like a little, like, red and black fly. Yeah. And then you see his fingers. Yeah. Like, his zoomed-in giant fingers. Yeah. It looked bizarre. It looked okay though like it was just one of those things like oh they spent money to figure out how to do this it was it was probably a larger size prop oh totally of and, course and just like a, a a printout zoom in blown up photo of his finger it, it, if you look at it yeah. it's a it's looks like it's made out of foam like it's real it's like a sculpt, two big sculpted finger tips oh i gotta watch that holding again. this thing that's together hilarious. it's so I want, strange if, for a second i'll try now to pull that's it a, now that's a prop i'd want frankly yeah because it is cool I like I like the design of the robot. I remember it being more white and red rather than black and red, though. Was oh, that maybe it was, was I crazy? Oh no, it's gonna be so. I've got it on my iPod here, but it's gonna take for fuck. Oh, you got a picture to show me ever. on our podcast? Awesome. I uh, just as a visual That's reference like, for the two of us. It's... Yeah, could you pass me the crackers and can I start eating some stuff <laughs> on this podcast? The worst person? I'm. Oh my god, I totally found it. Oh, and it reminded me of the scene before it. He does the super excuse to both of them. 
What was it? What was it? I need to go do I, the, the I, I, I need to go. go where? <laughs> I, I, the, the thing. The thing yeah, I this is, I'm gone. Oh, this is go. What, I what go. I go. The, the thing. I, I have to go. And like... <laughs> Does he do that a lot? All the time. I love you know? it. I love that. I like it. I want to start doing that just to my friends. Just to leave. <laughs> and then people get to start thinking that you're Superman. But like, unfortunately, Superman doesn't exist. So that doesn't make sense. Wait, what? Uh, what, what are you showing That's me? That's not cool to say, man. Superman doesn't exist? I, I'm stalling because... It, you still don't have it go. up. I'm trying here to look at this is. picture. It's really hard. All right, one second. Oh, you have the episode itself. I have the playing. episode I itself see. playing. We're just playing out the scene real quick. Lois looks very confused. Clark's going away because he has a robot bug in his finger. Here we go. Asian man. Oh, this is very exciting. Look at that. Oh my god, see that's it? bonkers. Oh yeah, that, that is two. Yeah, I think foam or rubber something fingers. Yeah, with his finger. It looks like wood. It almost looks like wood grain with the fingerprints, yeah. right? Yeah. It is a bizarre shot. It's kind of cool, though. It I mean, they cool. went, I'm glad they they went did for it. it. Yeah. I wonder how big that rig is. That'd be interesting. That would be interesting to see. Um, also in this episode, I'm just looking at my notes, and now this is the part of the podcast where we just stray notes, apparently. Get, get the rest of it out. <laughs> we do get a Lex call out. What was the Lex call out? Um, uh, Clark, Lois was saying that um, Mason sucks. And Clark's like, well, why? She doesn't suck. Like, you know. She didn't kill people we, like Lex did. Yeah, where's, where's the right. proof of this? And she's like, what are you talking about? You know, like, Lex was bad and we didn't even know that till the end. Or it was something like that. But she didn't know that till the end. Am I right, people? She, she brings him up as, well, Lex Luthor was, and I'm like, no, you're talking to Clark. You're both very familiar with who that man was. Yeah. You can just say Lex, you know? <laughs> It was very much like a Lex Luthor. Remember everybody from a lot of season people, one? But a lot of people, uh, certain people have uh, a certain vibe where they get called by their first and last name, though. Yeah, you know but, what I mean? Oh, well, I guess. Lex I was called Ryan Albertson in school. Sure. Um, Lois Lane and Clark. That's because I was infamous there. Right. For being very lazy. Lo- alliterated names are very fun to say. They are. So, yeah. yeah. Sure. Also, do you remember the Lex stuff that we learned in the first episode of this season? That no. we watched a year ago? No, what was it? He's I alive. Oh, we learned it in well, that episode. He's frozen in that, like, he's in a case of, like, oh. we're going to get you back. And Let's... I keep acting like him coming back is a spoiler. I'm such an idiot. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I completely do you forgot remember, about do that. Do you remember the first episode with his ex-wife, Mrs. That, Luther? No. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I don't know, Matt. So she's got the body in, in a case where we don't have to see him until John Shay will come back. What is she gonna do with it? Well, she's not gonna do shit with it because she's either dead or in jail or something. No. Spoiler okay. alert, Matt. Jesus. You watched the episode. Oh, oh yeah. Damn it. But somebody else I, has. I'm, I'm I'm paying attention. We'll get there. Anyway, so Lex is coming back. Um, let me talk about the Kents real quick. Of course. This scene was adorable. The Kents remind me of you and your parents for some reason. I've never met your parents. They remind me of me and my parents, but too. Like, Maybe that's why I like them There's so something much. about it that I'm like, this has got to be what it's like when Matt goes home to Jersey. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> like, whenever, whenever... Except I think your dad is probably more fit than Mr. Kent. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Um, he's I hope, a good I cross he, between I hope he's listening. Mr. Kent, yeah. Mr. T. Um, I, I totally see... <gasps> your dad see. is Mr. T. Yeah. I'm Mr. T. I pity your fool. <laughs> Go on, sorry. Um, I've always thought, 
or kind of identified Jonathan Kent with my father. Nice. Which is what it is. But I, I didn't do that. It's just like the, he's a good guy. He's just a nice guy, mm-hmm. you know? They're very sweet parents. Exactly. So, what do you want to say about them? I, I loved the scene. I loved the writing. I loved everyone's performances. I, um, Kate Callan, especially, as, as always. But she's got, and as always, Martha's up to some other thing. Like, she's learning psychology right now. So she brings out the, the Freud and the young of what he's saying and then she gets him to kind of stumble onto well what's wrong Clark you know well Mason Mason likes Clark a lot but she doesn't like Superman and Lois likes Superman but she she only likes Clark as a friend and now I'm upset because Superman has to go and she's she stops him she's like this is what I've always worried about you're talking about yourself in the third person and she says that, like, this is what I'm always worried about with, with the graveness of, like, oh, no, honey, it's happening. Yeah. And then turns it to, you're talking in the third person with such a laugh, such a genuine, like, get over yourself, man. Like, it'll be okay. Yeah. You're yeah. just my son. We'll figure, I know you're an alien. We'll figure this out. Yeah. Must be so hard having two women exactly. after you. No, no, no. And then Jonathan's <laughs> Kent, after that, basically to that, that, that yeah. thing was just, like, Nobody's perfect, son. How about a piece of pie? Yeah. Which I feel like <laughs> should kind of be our philosophy for the show now. Yeah, like, nobody's perfect. Have, have a piece, of, piece pie. of pie. But whatever. like, Matt, maybe I, you should have the pie. I need to lay off the pie for a little more, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> <laughs> when are we going to do our season two photo shoot? Because it, can it be next year? Oh, can, yeah. Let's just use season one. <laughs> oh, wait. No, I look better. Oh, man. We went. We can do them. We can we do them. We fucked up. And here. everyone can make fun of how fat I've We both should have decided whether we were going to get fat together or skinny together I know. I know. Because now... Well, I think it's good for you because you're going to look even better. It's good for me. Yeah. But then you're going to get skinny and I'm going to blow up again and we're just going to be in the opposite chair. Yeah. And I don't even have my hair anymore. Like, I'm a mess, guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can't do a reshoot because you don't look like Lois anymore. I mean, if we can pretend I I mean, like if Lois. I squint, you'll in always spirit, look like Lois. In spirit, I am Lois. Yeah, you're right. You know? Okay. Uh, but that's episode, that's 205, pretty yeah. much. I mean, like, yeah. and it sets up a lot of what's coming in season two. Like, are you excited to see more Peter Boyle? Of course, yeah. He's he's a phenomenal actor, and I'm, I'm definitely intrigued by where his character is going to lead. Because mm-hmm. he's not an overt replacement of Lex. No. Because um, his character's a little different. But he is, uh, you know, the new arch-villain, yep. and we need to figure out like what his place and thing. Yeah, what that's going to be all about. So we're going to meet a lot of the church family. And one of them I've told you already is Bruce Campbell. And mm. it, it's Peter Boyle and Bruce Campbell. Spoiler alert, man. Kind of Jesus, the, next you're going to tell me Lex Luthor comes yeah, back I know. or something. Um, but like it's something to look forward to is yeah. my point. Like yeah. Ash and Frankenstein's monster <laughs> go after Superman. That'll be cool. How how consistent great. how consistently is he in episodes? Is he like always in now? Campbell? Yeah. Or, no, or uh, Peter Boyle? Peter Boyle. No, we'll do it, typical of like a 22 show where like we'll have a few if we can call intergang stuff mythology episodes or at least it's like the five of those thread. and yeah, yeah, you know, littered okay. littered throughout. Okay. Cool. But there's still time for zaniness and crazy things and smart kids. Smart and kids and time machines and metallos and everything else. Um, does so does the Metamite Five come back? <laughs> yes, excellent. That's they time travel back to get it. I just want instead of my Metamucil in the morning to take Metamite Five because so I want to lo- phase six. Man. I need to learn how to pretty much or stage six, whatever the fuck. I hate that goddamn episode. Um, 
let's, stage six in. Let's, let's end on a nice note. Let's end on a Superman and Lois just flying around, having fun together. I mean, flying no. around is a, a strong statement. They were right. kind of floating, Matt. And dancing. And they, they I'm going to do my best to make this as bad for you as possible. Thanks. They do the type <laughs> of dancing flying to that they do in some Superman stuff where I'm just like, you're not holding her. She seems to be walking, but her feet aren't on the ground. Like, what the fuck? It's How just not a great yeah. effect. No. But at the same no. time, it's really cute. And then, like, Perry has the whole thing at the gala when he... Co- oh, let's talk about that real quick. Okay. Mason, Lois and Clark are dancing. Mason comes over and asks, can I cut in? Do you mind if I cut in, Lois? Yes. Yeah. Which is... It occurred to me watching this episode, such a fuck you move whenever most people do that in yeah. that situation, you know? But then Perry comes in with the save, and, like, she's not out of Clark's arms for two seconds when she's in Perry's. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like, I warn you, I dip low, and I dip suddenly, or something yeah. like that. And yeah. he, he dips her throughout, and mm-hmm. it's very cute. And then Superman ends doing that. That's the freeze frame. They dip her. Of course. And it's just like, it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Yes, these people should be together from all signs, because yeah. that's a pretty romantic thing that's going on. Mm-hmm. But it's cute. Like, that's yeah. the fairy tale of the show that that I get, that I enjoy. And then when we talk about it like this, it gets yeah. lost on me. Yeah. Like, literally, I think earlier in this episode, I was like, man, it's weird and fairy tale, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, that's what Lois and Clark is to me. That's sure. the Superman story. Interesting. And yeah. I, I love that that character lends itself so well to something light and happy like that. Whereas my other favorite character, Batman, would never in a million years would you see something like that mm-hmm. in a Batman anything well Batman can't fly Matt well I mean even just ending on like the cute note of he went to someone's apartment and blah 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 it's all really nice they do yeah. it in one of the movies but it looks stupid what movie was that Batman Forever um, Nicole Kidman's sleeping naked under one sheet and he rolls up and is like I want to be with you and at that point Chase Meridian Nicole Kidman I want to be with you everywhere <laughs> Uh, At that point, Nicole Kidman has fallen in love with Bruce Wayne and says, like, no. And Batman turns around and smiles because he's like, Bruce Wayne's going to get it. Booyah. And then the rest of that movie happens. Um, uh, you mean the rest of the best Batman movie ever? Oh, yeah, ever, totally. Ever directed it's, and written or, or it's shot? It's batshit crazy, but it's wonderful. Uh, no, duds, batshit crazy. It's Batman. It's Batman. It's Batman. All right, so that's an episode of Lois and Clark. Glad we ended on Batman for Yeah. <laughs> Next week, uh, I, have, I have bad news for you, Ryan. What? The VHS player fucked up. Oh. We don't have episode 206. What? I know. It's okay, though, because it's a boring episode. Oh, good. So don't worry about that. However, next week's episode should be pretty cool. What are you doing? It's called That Old Gang of Mine. That Old Gang of Mine? And yep. that's episode 207, episode you said. Episode 207, Bonnie and Clyde, John Dillinger, Al Capone, and Babyface Nelson come back from the dead and wreak havoc on Metropolis. Oh, no. I hope there's a Kryptonian there to save them. There might be. We'll figure it out. We'll see. Anyway, there's some cool stuff in the next episode, too. Like, some fun Clark and Superman stuff. Sweet. So it should be interesting. That sounds fun. Those It'll be interesting to see who they cast as those characters. Yes. Um, and whether their performances are good, because I don't remember. Can I guess? Let yes. me predict who plays the characters. Give, give, them, give me each of them. Uh, Al Capone. Definitely Al Pacino, obviously. It was, yes. Uh, Babyface Nelson. Um, it's just Baby Rage's actor, but as Babyface Nelson. Two for obviously. two, man. Uh, Bonnie and Clyde. Um, that was... 
whoever played Bonnie and Clyde originally. Right. In in, in Bonnie and Clyde. You're right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In in so it's original. Faye, Dun- Faye Dunway and Warren Beatty. And Warren Beatty. Mm-hmm. Well done. And John Dillinger. John Dillinger played by Bruce Springsteen. Oh, see, that's the one you missed. Damn it! Before he played him in Public Enemies, Johnny Depp actually started off his John Dillinger career. In Lois and Clark. Oh so, my God! Look this, forward to him. Remember, just after hot off of Twenty One Jump Street. Yes, and remember, yeah. he, he was, loves. He had heat then. He loves makeup. He's an actor who likes to disguise himself. So, yeah. like, you almost won't recognize him. So this is like the the early stages of like the Depp. Uh, yeah. Burton your Edward story. Scissorhands. Uh, your yeah. Okay, I'll be watching out. Edward hasn't happened, but it will. You better, you know, yeah, you oh, can, and you can tell it has. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, look forward to that next week. Before we go, what's going on outside of Metropolis for you? What are, what are you digging these days? Um, well, I plowed through Fargo season one. Oh, I've never even which was awesome. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Really well written. A little a little weird sometimes, but but really fun. Um, so that's been cool. Um, and besides that, uh, not, not too much. I've been busy working on something of my own really, Writing. really intensely. A yeah. Really cool and, sc- script idea. And I'm, and I'm really into that. So that's, and I that's can't wait to fucking read m- it. my main focus. You'll read it soon. Nice. You can just I act should, one. I'll take, I'll, act, I'll send like, you whatever. an act one. I can send that to you. Okay. That's ready. And give me your caveats if you're like, I have to rewrite whatever, but yeah. okay. I'd like to okay. see what's going I, on. I, it's time for some feedback to start anyway, because I need that done by the... 13th of the next month yeah there you go yeah cool get it to me Bella's birthday of course Steffi Meyer day right cause how did this not tie into Twilight for you say it yeah what Batman 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 <laughs> alright that's enough fair point <laughs> what about you what are you even watching um, what are you into I haven't really been watching that much to be honest I, 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 we've been listening to it here at the office a lot I'm just tweaking out on Fleetwood Mac Oh, I didn't realize how many songs of theirs I loved until I got, like, a compilation recently. It's crazy, huh? Holy shit. My favorite thing now, like, I'm single now, so my Sundays are very lonely. But I just sit out on the porch and I paint all day. Yes. And at least last two weeks, I listened to, like, a four-hour mix of Fleetwood Mac. Yes. Didn't skip a single fucking... Even the, like, not great songs are fine. Yeah, the, the, the ones you don't know necessarily. Yeah. The, the not, not the big hits, but they're great. They just yeah. become background music. Stevie Nicks' voice is phenomenal, and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so much of it could have come out yesterday. And yeah, been yeah. Awesome. And some of those songs just hit these points that just like make me want to. They they're inspiring. They're yeah. victorious. Like yep. um, the chain. Yeah, not like a victorious message or anything, yeah. but yeah. so fucking cool yeah. and driving and like Tusk. That when I played for it. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I had yeah. a moment like that when my my sister had a Fleetwood Mac mix in her car on this road trip we did. And oh, she cool. was like, "Can I put this on?" And I was like, "Fuck you, Fleetwood Mac." Yeah, right. That's she put so it cool. on, and I was like, oh, I was wrong about this my whole life. Yeah, apologies. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, cool. So cool, that's man. us. We'll see you next time for episode 207. Mm-hmm. Don't hate us too much for this. No, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. And for Lois and Clark, I'm Matt Truex. I'm Ryan Albertson. You want to say it? Folk off, everybody. Bye. Bye.